0: Good afternoon everyone, welcome to another episode of the Williams Project Podcast. You're joined here with Matthew Horncastle and Blair Chapel. and today's topic we're gonna to be talking about the importance of having department manuals. So, Friday afternoon, um, and what a riveting topic oh. having, talking about manuals for departments. Well. I never quite thought um, my entrepreneurship career would come to this. Blair, champions are made by
1: doing the shit that people don't want to do, right? If you are a manager that treats details with respect, with doing the little things with pride, doing the monogamous, 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 monotonous, 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 the monotonous shitty tasks, if you nail that, you will win. And at Williams Corporation, we now have 10 offices in four countries and 173 staff. And it is very important that we operate in a consistent manner. So we've gone through all nine of our departments. We have written manuals for our standard operating procedure for each task. And it's been a really interesting process. One, working out all of the things that each department does having a standard standard operating procedure, checklists, manual of how to complete that. The way we have done it in Williams Corporation is we have done everything on Google Docs. Everyone in the department's added to the Google Doc. Some people only have comment access, other people have editing access. And then we're having fortnightly meetings with that department and going through that manual line by line and discussing
0: each point. Because it's honestly like, it's one of those things you don't think about till you need it, like it got to the point and we're like, we really need a manual about how each office works, not for the sake of just giving people work for the sake of work and manuals for the sake of manuals, which is one thing as a business you should always try to avoid, but it's like, if we have a staff member visiting from Auckland to Christchurch, how do they know where the company cars are, where the bathrooms are, how we book the meeting rooms? do you need to book the meetings, or are they just open-ended ones? And it's like all these little things, and you're like, shit, do we have spare laptops in case someone comes to a different office? Yeah. And kind of like the more questions you ask yourself, the more you realise, like, that you've just got so much fucking work to Completely do. Completely agree. Completely agree. And then it's also, like you said, you sort of get the department heads involved and the people doing the work, and just trying to write the manual think It'd be really easy just to write down how to do your job, but it's actually quite difficult, mm. especially it's really important I think in a business especially like with Williams Corporation where yes we've got New Zealand and Australia construction sites which are different but for argument's sake they're looking at New Zealand what we do is pretty much the same in every city like there shouldn't be a huge difference from the customer experience in Christchurch the customer experience in Wellington to the customer experience in Auckland and what you learn when you start doing these manuals is there's been like slight minor tweaks in each region and you've got to decide what one's right what one's wrong and then you've got like sort of three different offices But like oh my reason's right for these reasons and vice versa and it's like this should be a really easy task and like a simple task of how do we hand over a house it's, like, it's actually
1: one step worse than that it's one step worse than that when you write a manual you actually find out that some managers have completely ignored our systems and processes and communication from management and just run their own, not agenda, because that makes it sound more sinister, but just done things their way and completely ignored management's direction. Yeah,
0: or like there might have not been enough direction where it's like, can you please sort this, also make sure everyone else knows how to do it, but then you learn that everything's just been like funnelled through the person as opposed to like done as an individual with the managers Mm. checking that they're doing things correctly. And so I think in a way, making department manuals, and I think it's really important to have them like me, so we use sort of google docs where it's a somewhat live document where you can see it easily add comments you can update it there's nothing worse than when you give someone a manual and it's all wrong and it's all outdated it's all completely irrelevant <laughs> but one thing that we've learned from doing yeah. a department manual it's like a really big fact-finding exercise about your business of like what do we actually have systems and processes for what did we think we had systems and processes for and have nothing or what do we think we had systems and processes for that were being followed but the complete opposite's happening and it's kind of like a good way to audit your business by pushing in place a manual for each department and then asking the people that should know a task Completely like how do you agree. do this and they go oh well, I just get that person to do it and I was like oh fuck
1: I'm actually Blair you'll be proud I've got down with my office management manual and the office management team we're down to what should a Williams Corporation office smell like I'm, hear me out, this is a fucking cool idea. I'm gonna buy the same scent for every office, so no matter where you are in the world, when you walk into a Williams Corp office, they smell the same.
0: That is actually quite a good idea. Kind of like, at a but, different scale, because that's just self good. and perfume, like, Louis Vuitton's, like, smell, I don't even know what it smells like. It kind of smells just like a money. And every store does smell like slightly different but the same. <laughs> and it's like you could walk into a mall and if there's a Louis Vuitton in like a 500 metre radius, you can smell it. And a smaller example that everyone can resonate with is subway. the subway. Same yeah, the subway. The <laughs> at the Wellington <laughs> Airport. I reckon as soon as you get off the plane and into the terminal, you're like, oh, I swear to God there's a subway around here. But it's, a, it's kind of marketing. Yeah, it's like completely it the same? Right.
1: Hey, I was thinking like sandalwood and lemongrass. It's going to be good.
0: Lemongrass. See, lemongrass is a nice one.
1: But yeah, so. Um, manuals. So this is the way we have done our manual. We have one employee manual, which is relevant to all employees of Williams Corporation. As Blair said, we have a, a office manual. So if you are working in the Christchurch office, you can grab a copy of the Christchurch office manual. We have a manual for each department and that's like i work as a quantity surveyor and here is all of the information for me to be a quantity surveyor in williams corporation and the process of creating these manuals has been really beneficial
0: for the company and And i think we've become a stronger business from it i think where it helps is it's aligning expectations which i think we've talked about on previous episodes but it's not fair as a manager to get up so and be like, why have you not done this today? I tell you all the time that you need to do this every day. If there's not actually somewhere written down explaining them how your business expects them to do their job, and that way they can actually be like, hey, it's not in the manual and this is the manual I was following, so I'm not unsure why you're angry at me, as opposed to, I know you told me, but I don't really know if this is like a, I do it once a day for a week or I do it once and never have to do it again. So it's more, if you see a staff member doing something wrong in your business, also in your work with, ask yourself the question, if this was in a manual, would it make it less likely for this to happen again? Yeah. Although sometimes you start to get like okay. negative, because it's the wrong word, but when you see something like really dumb happening, you're like, surely I don't need to put in the manual to take your shoes off if you've got muddy boots before you walk all across the carpet and sit down at your desk as a project manager did that happen in Wellington oh no not in Wellington Had a crush it like briefly where it's like kind of dirty but kind of just somewhat acceptable but pretty borderline that you tracked this mud through the office but it wasn't like horrific mud hmm. okay yeah it's pretty bad. but then, then you realise there's there's a lot of places you go and there's a sign on the door take off your muddy remove boots muddy shoes because yeah. throughout time there's and been the managers, and, got muddy the, boots and the office managers the office
1: managers should be picking that up remember they are the gatekeepers I'm not saying yeah that they should the be pro- hey,
0: naughty naughty take yeah. your shoes off yeah naughty turn around do not come into my office with those shoes on
1: yeah so what, what tips and tricks I think for making a manual guys the main thing to do you should have a department meeting so let's say you're an accounting team and you have a accounting meeting This is the way we've created our manuals, we've picked one person who is the overarching responsible party of that manual. Now it's normally not the department manager because they have a lot on their plate. It's normally a more junior person and they're the responsible party. And then what we do in the last 15 minutes of each department's meeting, we review the manual. So we review what has been done and then we make notes on what needs to be done and who is responsible to do it. Now, Google Docs is a fantastic tool for collaboration. I know it sounds like I'm on the payroll for Google, I'm not. I just believe Google's gonna win the tech race. But that's semantics. Just use a a live document that you can collaborate on. Have two or three people that have editing access and then everyone else has commenting access and treat it seriously. This is something that you do either every week or every... We do it every week until the document's created and then every second department meeting as far as maintenance of these manuals. And what there's no shortcut. It's a long, sucky
0: process. Yeah, it is a sucky process. What I was going to say, I reckon the next step... And it's more like a department manual's not about control of your team. It's actually about empowering them and making it clear how to do what you expect of them. But the next thing I really want to go to is actually some sort of like online certification process. So it's really clear to move through the company at Williams Corporation. So you go from a junior PM to an intermediate to a senior to a regional. It's really clear like what that knowledge and skill set needs to be and a way to actually learn it online and then also be tested on it. So you remove the sort of the question mark of I want to performance you. I think I should move up to be a senior. We can actually sit down and be like, hey, I agree. I think you've got the skill set we need to take you through your online training and make sure that when tested in the correct environment, you do actually know what this process is and we don't promote you into a position you're not ready for and then have you fail. Well,
1: it's actually one step better than that, Blair. With these manuals, with these manuals, because they're web-based, like if you're using Google Docs, you can actually add links, like, you can write leave calendar and there's a link that takes them to the leave calendar. You can write feedback form and you click it and it opens up the feedback form for them to do. Now I haven't done this yet but I believe I can. You can embed videos into the training manual. So they read the manual then have a video. How good. Yeah so this is this is going to be big. I I haven't mastered this craft yet but I think we've made some huge progress and it's definitely something that will be beneficial to the company. I actually realized as I was talking to you, my system slash process, because the sales team's a unique one, because it is 88 people, who salespeople are notoriously terrible following systems and processes, and I haven't actually added them to the Google Doc version of the manual. I've been I, My plan was to send it to them as a PDF each each month, But what I'm going to do now, I just remembered, Google Docs has view only access. So I'm literally going to leave this meeting and add the sales team as view only to their sales menu.
0: And then it's a lot easier to update because it's just a link that's live. And like they said, certain people can view it, certain people can edit, and certain people can comment. And what a comment means is like, you could see something grow and go, at Matthew Horncastle, I think this should be changed, but you can't actually change it yourself. But it means if you ask someone, hey, here's a first draft, can you give feedback? Everyone can sort of leave their comments in the right section without actually just completely butchering the whole document. Completely agree.
1: Completely, completely agree. Well, I think that's enough because it's a pretty boring topic. I don't want to hammer the listener too much about manuals. (laughs) Yeah, it was a boring topic. Should we wrap it up there?
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm just looking out the window. Wellington's heaving, and I've got the All Blacks game tomorrow and I forgot to book dinner tonight which was kind of foolish of me and um, I think poor Greer got up to like 6 or 7 restaurants and I'm having dinner at quarter past 5 tonight because like every restaurant in Wellington's booked out literally like from 5pm right through to 9pm which is good for the city I like your jacket thanks mate, it's a Melbourne one actually it looks good for those of you listening to this podcast good. as you can't watch it um, Matthew's referring to how great I look in this jacket just gonna have to take walk. it's
1: like a brownie kind of looks like you won a golf Premiership yeah
0: uh, yeah no, golf's not a good anyway sport. look
1: <laughs> golf ruins a good walk yeah. okay now you guys know the fee if you took value from this episode please share it with one like-minded friend that is our fee if you didn't and I know this episode is a bit boring so if you didn't get value we haven't earned your fee and don't share it with anyone. Thanks very much, your legions. We appreciate you listening. Have a good day.